Hello, universe. It is 11.01 on the 17th of August. That's 11.01 a.m. And that means in 119 minutes, I have to be at the Denver Dumb Friends League to see my dog euthanized. Well, I'm not going to watch it. But... I didn't know if I should record anything about uh, how hard these days are, but I didn't know if I was avoiding emotional context that, though deep and hurtful, it's, it's a reckoning. Every time I think about how much loss I've had in my life, it always comes back to the dogs I've lost. Having not lost anybody in my nuclear family, nor having a relationship with any of my grandparents, well, the only real losses I've experienced are dogs. And the two before Phoebe were sudden and heartbreaking in totally different regards. But I've watched Phoebe essentially suffer a death sentence for four years now. And what was a dire prognosis four and a half years ago has never been lifted. It's just gotten harder and harder for her to deal with life in her physical form. The tumors, they're... They're obscene. And I knew that an extended death sentence for my dog meant that she could go at any time. But what really happened is she just deteriorated day by day for four years until now she finally can't move. And uh, it's been a really rough Right, to be honest, the sudden deaths are terrible because the loss is so acute. But the extended one and just the minuscule percentage of deterioration every day to the point that now I literally have to carry my once 65-pound healthy Labradoodle who's over 100 pounds and can't walk. I have to carry her into my parents' car and say goodbye. So this is the last time you'll hear her sleeping on a podcast. Because easily the best-mannered dog I've ever had. Her body just quit on her. Why it took four and a half years to finally say enough. I don't know. I don't know if I'm learning something about patience here or something about knowing when the right thing to do is the right thing to do or that even under the worst of circumstances you can always have a good attitude. She's never been anything but upbeat even now which makes this so hard. 
she is 100% giving me that look of, so should we go get the octopus? No, we shouldn't. I'm really going to miss my dog. Pause. Alright, I feared I was going to lose it big time, but I think I've pretty much wrung my emotional washcloth out. And I will say that, I mean, the last four or five months, her ability to maneuver has gotten so uh, restricted that you had to know this was imminent, if not in the next week or two. So I've had quality time with her every single day. Well, for my whole life with her, but even as her ability to even go for a walk was taken from her, we found ways to connect for Phoebe's sake every day, at least for the last year, just to make sure she knew she was loved. And, like I said, I've never seen her have even a bad moment. She's never, ever had a cross look at anything. She's the sweetest, kindest, most accepting energy of life I've ever known. So... Whatever lessons I'm learning here, I'm sure I won't realize for a year or more down the road. But you can't be around something that is always, always in a good mood without it having an effect on you. So, as Phoebe's time on Earth comes to a close, well, one, I can't wait to see her up there. But two, I, uh, I know there's there's power in maintaining what she represents, no matter what circumstance you're suffering. The one thing you can always assure yourself is a good attitude. She she represents that for sure. Well, uh, what else can we talk about now that? We are seven minutes closer to a world without Phoebe. Well, the odd thing that this makes me now, and uh, of all the things to become, I am now the single owner of a cat. I'm a 54-year-old single man, never been married, never had kids. And now I own a cat. And no dog. Well, not to be cruel, but... And my cat, ah, she's... She was picked up at this facility that we're going to today for euthanasia. She was picked up on free cat day because I needed a mousetrap. And, uh, and I wanted to name her Mousetrap, but I named the last one Mouse. Well, she ended up getting named Frankie because she was cranky. 
And, uh, and she was, she's, she was such a feisty cat for the first, God, what would it be? Seven or eight years of her life that I would warn people, don't, don't pet her. Don't even try. She'll just, she'll snap at you. She'll either bite you or, or scratch you. And she would. People would be like, what? Oh my God, your cat is mean. Yeah, I told you. But she would catch mice like a motherfucker. I mean, I'd sometimes come home find fucking four dead mice in the house. So, uh, she was doing her job. And she spent extended uh, field trips somewhere else. I don't know if she had another house or what, but she'd disappear for five, seven, ten days sometimes. And then show back up. And then, in the summer of 2017, I think, might have been, yeah, 2017 or 18, one of those two, uh, she got shot. No, wait, no, it's 2018 or 19, no, it's 2019, yeah, 2019 for sure, Trump was president. Um, so it could have been 2020, could have been the summer of 2020, fuck it, whatever it was. How long has that been then? Three years? No, four years. It's been four years. So, summer of t- July of ni- 2019, my cat gets shot. And I don't know this. I just find this out later in life. Because what happens is I find my cat after hearing in the middle of the night a blood-curdling cat scream. Um, I find my cat in my cellar, bloody bloody curled up on top of a box up in the very corner like basically as far away and as safe as she could possibly put herself in the lowest corner of the house and uh and I see her up there and I'm like oh fuck that was my cat last night I immediately put that together and then um as I'm as I'm thinking well, she's been attacked by an animal. Like, some fox must have gotten at her or something, and she just got away. Um, I'm just waiting for her to die. So I'm putting water next to her. She's not drinking it. And uh, she sit, She lives in that position. I mean, I never see her off the box for six weeks. Almost seven. And... At week two or three, starts drinking water and uh, doesn't really eat food except once or twice the whole time down there that I know of. And uh, and she lives through it. <laughs> and I think she's been attacked by an animal. I just assume she's injured from some fight. I didn't know she'd been shot. Um... But she's got this wound on the back of her fucking, uh, in, in her hindquarter area that is, and I, the wound was, I had, I'd known the wound from day two or three. Like once I started realizing she wasn't just going to die, I started to try to figure out what the fuck happened to her. And that's when you realize, oh, well, that's what's wrong. Um, but I, again, you just assume your animal's been attacked by a fucking raccoon or whatever. You know, just... So you don't 
you don't think anything of it. But as she's recovering, she's got this new, you know, protrusion, this, and it, and it won't heal. It just never heals to the point that I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's your new look. It's always scabby. So because I'm not going to go to a vet and do a $600 process for a cat that I know is probably going to die anyway, you know, like I just, she's a mousetrap. She's, she's not my dog. She's literally a mousetrap. I bought a cat that's so feisty, I tell people don't go near it. So she's doing a job, right? Well, now she never leaves the house. Like she turns into a totally different animal and not, not friendly either. She's still pissy as hell, but she can, she can't really get around like she used to. And so now I'm in that dilemma of, well, fuck man, you still got to kill the mice, right? Otherwise, what are you doing here? And she doesn't really do all that great a job killing the mice, to be honest. But she kills one now and again, uh, you know, and this is after she had, she had been a terror. And so I really considered like putting her up for adoption or doing, but you know, she's wounded. I don't have a vet record of her. So I figure, well, I guess this is just live and let live. We'll see what happens. And, uh, over the course of the next two or three years, she finally warms up to me. It was, and I even have a picture of it. It was in her 10th year that for the first time ever, she got up on my lap and then got off. And then from that moment forward, she has become more and more of a cuddle cat to the point now where if I sit down, lay down, whatever, in a comfortable position, she is on me. So, I haven't seen her catch a mouse in forever. She caught one during the summer sometime, I remember. But it was an outside mouse, for fuck's sake. She brought it in and left it for me in the bathroom as I was showering. But, uh, after, after, and the reason I know she got shot now is because the wound after 18 months of semi-healing, enough that she was, didn't seem miserable, uh, the wound, like, abscesses or whatever, it gets fucking gross. And it gets grosser, and then it gets grosser. So I finally take her to the fucking vet. I figure she has to go down, right? I figure this is the death knell. Well, that's when the vet's like, well, your cat's got a bullet in her. Or, uh, it wasn't a bullet, that's not what they just They said, your cat has something inside her. He's feeling the shrapnel. He's like, there is something inside your cat. I said, if he's like, if we go in and try to take it out, we'll probably kill her. I was like, well, what the fuck? What do I do? He's like, if I had to guess, you should put her down. And so that's the advice I'm getting at Planned Parenthood. I think, okay, well, I'm going to take her home and see what happens. Well, what her abscess wound is doing is fucking getting rid of the bullet. She gets, she discharges the bullet from within her system. Whatever magic cat juice. Now her wound is healed. I mean, it's there. You can tell she's been scarred. But 
she is, for whatever reason, now essentially my Batman, because I'll never be Batman, I'll be Robin. But you know what do you do? A cat without much life force. Fuck, man, you got to respect it. She's a, she's a fighter, and she's always been tough enough to take care of herself. So, I guess, till death do us part, we'll be taking care of each other. <sighs> she even came at some point to accept Phoebe. Because everybody comes to accept Phoebe sooner or later. How could you not? She's the sweetest dog in the world. So, unfortunately, today the world loses maybe its best creature. But then, everybody has a chance to change over time, right, Kitty? We can all be better versions of ourselves. We just gotta try. <laughs>